It's Friday. Welcome back to the podcast. How's your week going, Holly? My week? I mean, it's been kind of uneventful. I don't work full-time, and it's also been my reading week. However, when I when I did work this week, I mean, not that I can get into a lot of detail, but I work at a hospital, not a nurse. I'm a biomedical engineering technologist, which most people stop listening half through when halfway through when I try to explain <laughs> that. That's not um, true. It is because it's so long. Um, I basically just fix medical devices, so not that interesting. Anyways, I do have to go into patient rooms often. Um, so the other day, I got called in to fix an oxygen flow meter, which is literally just the oxygen hookup on the wall. It wasn't working. When I got in there, it was attached to the patient's face. Like, she had the oxygen mask on, so I'm like, uh, I don't really want to work on that right now. So I talked to the nurse. I'm like, is it okay if I work on this? Like, she's using it. And the nurse is like, yeah, like, no problem. She takes it off all the time anyways. So I'm like, okay. Um... <laughs> And so I'm like, all right, I took, I, un- I didn't touch it on her face. I just let her keep it on. And then I like unhooked it off the wall. I keep watching her and she's kind of going like. <laughs> oh, what? And I'm like, oh my God, she told me it was fine. Like I'm freaking out. I'm like, I'm not responsible for this. I'm not a clinical staff member. Um, and then I'm trying to just not pay attention. Like I am kind of keeping an eye on her, but I'm like, okay, this is not what I deal with. Um, okay. And then she starts like shaking the side of the bed and I look over and I'm like, I'm like, what, (laughs) like, what, what do you want? I'm not a nurse. And she just, she just hands me her teeth. She literally just puts her hand out. She has her teeth in her hand. She just hands them to me. And I'm like, what, what do you, (laughs) what do you want me to do with these? And she just like point at the table. I'm like, do you, do you want me to put on the table? So, yeah, I put it on the table for her. It had, like, literally chunks of food still on it. So, thank God for PPE, honestly. This is the story you decided to tell? (laughs) (laughs) That was the most interesting thing that happened to me this week. Oh, my God, Holly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Man, your life is riveting right now. (laughs) This week, it certainly is. That's the best I've got. Okay, so how was your week, Claire? Um, My week's been pretty average, except something super strange happened to me that I wanted to share. Okay. So, as I usually do, I was window shopping on Princess Polly, just, you know, collecting things for my cart. Not actually going to pull the trigger, but just collecting. And I stumbled upon this really cute pair of, like, dainty heels. And I was like, hmm, okay, I really want these, but I'm just going to keep them in my cart, and maybe next week I can gather up the courage to press purchase and okay the next day I was laying in bed with my boyfriend watching a movie and we're both on our phones and he's showing me something on his phone and it was like a website and there was an ad for those shoes and I'm not kidding your phone listens to you his phone like straight but how did his phone get in my shopping cart like what Um, I know that, like, I'll end up having a lot of Facebook ads for things that I was just looking up before, but, like, I don't know about, like... Yeah, it was so... Did you talk about it out loud? Yeah, I was like, oh my god, and I pulled up my phone and pulled up my shopping cart, and I was like, these shoes are in my shopping cart that I looked at last night. No, but did you talk about it out loud when his phone was around? No. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, so I'm like... (laughs) <laughs> is this a coincidence? No. Could there have been any other shoe in the whole world advertised on his phone? Like, 
that is FBI man so... stop yeah Leave I'm like alone. this is getting this is getting too much for me this is absurd mm-hmm. and now I'm uncomfortable now I have to throw my phone in the garbage like thank you Good night. <laughs> I know I hate those targeted ads but at the same time I'm like I was looking for that thank you <laughs> yeah so I'm like okay I could be disappointed but now now that he knows that I wanted those shoes now he'll keep an eye out for ads on his right? phone so, so then I'm like, he can get that for you. Yeah, I'm like, actually, thank you. <laughs> now you can just assume that all the ads, all the, like, ads for, like, female clothing, he'll be like, oh, Claire wanted this. Yeah. My phone so, knows. That's what I'm hoping Perfect. for. Yeah, Loki, I've just been whispering into his phone, like, white stilettos. <laughs> Princess Polly. <laughs> if it works, sure, why not? Yeah, but that's, you know, that was the highlight. And no, not the highlight, but the most interesting thing that has happened to me this week. Your story seems to be a little bit more interesting than Denture's, but hey, <laughs> we can't have interesting weeks every week. So. That's true. Um, so with this episode, it would be airing on March 5th, which is right before International Women's Day on the 8th. So we kind of wanted to make our topic about, you know, like gender norms, like, um, equality, everything, everything under that umbrella. So I guess we'll start off with some negative experiences that we've had to deal Mm -hmm. with throughout our time. Yeah. So Claire? I actually want to open up this conversation with a riddle, which I heard years ago, and I'm sure you've probably heard it before. Um, I had to Google it, so hold on one second, let me pull it up. Sorry, I just want to make a disclaimer first, that when we talk about this, we don't, we don't by any means like want to make it sound like we hate men because we don't no um we just kind of wanted to make it more from like an educational perspective um just trying to get the conversation going and hopefully people will keep an open mind and start listening to each other more yeah so So we're just we're sharing our experience so here is a riddle for you um okay okay so, uh, a father and son are in a horrible car accident that kills the dad. The son is rushed to the hospital. Just as he's about to go under the knife, the surgeon says, I can't operate. That boy is my son. Okay, so I'm just going to explain the riddle instead of us guessing it. <laughs> um, so, the riddle is supposed to make you confused because it already discloses that the father has died. And it it's supposed to eliminate the possibility that a female aka the mom could be the surgeon oh so it's supposed to make you think like it's so confusing if they already said the dad died like then who then who's the surgeon I don't know if this makes sense but when I first heard this riddle it was super eye-opening to me because I fell into the trap I was like but the dad died like Uh you know is this like was this kid adopted like trying to rock my brain to figure out the riddle right but then you think about that and it's like we are kind of conditioned to think that these like doctors and police officers and firefighters are all men you yeah. know I don't know if that's if that's uh like true across all cultures but I know like growing up seeing pictures of firefighters and police officers all and men. doctors it, it's men yep yeah 100% yeah, so I just wanted to to start the conversation off a little lighthearted, but diving in a little deeper I think there were a lot of times that I was super aware that I was a female in a situation that I shouldn't have been. I don't okay. know if that makes sense. Yep. But even growing up and my parents allowing my brother to go out at some form of night 
whereas I would always have to be with a buddy or I couldn't go out late because, you know, it's dangerous for you out there and something could happen, you could get kidnapped, but he was never really exposed to those kind of warnings. So I think that alone, that was probably the first thing that stands out as you will be treated differently because solely because of your gender. Yeah, I can I can completely relate to that because I have a twin brother. Um, we grew up with the same experiences and yet um, it was still so different for us. Like he, at the same age, he was allowed to go outside at night by himself to go for walks, whatever. I wasn't. And that's just because the fact of it is it wasn't it wasn't safe for me. That's what we were taught. And that's honestly just the way it is, which is it's really sad. It's really sad. Yeah, it's not fair. And right now there's nothing we can do about it. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, that quote that's like um, instead of teaching girls to dress a certain way and to speak a certain way, why don't we teach men to respect women? And yes, this isn't supposed to be like a blanket statement to shame men but it is supposed to bring awareness to even when we were younger and we were told that we had to wear certain things to clothes like I remember I remember in grade eight a teacher pointing out that my bra strap was showing but would allow guys in our grade to wear their pants below their butt and their boxers showing and it was never it was never inappropriate for them but for me to be a preteen girl with boobs like I was developed to be almost shamed a woman wearing a bra not in this school. How absurd. <laughs> How bizarre. <laughs> yeah. So that definitely like teaching females from a young age that they will be treated differently. It's almost embedded in our culture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, again, on, on what you said with teaching men to respect women, um, 100% that that should be happening. Um, but also like we still have to learn how to protect ourselves because the fact of it is even if they learn even if people learn how to show respect there's gonna be people that don't still that's that's Mm -hmm. not gonna stop Um, which is why I think the self-defense classes are really important because there's some scary shit that goes on and we have to know how to protect ourselves in case we don't have somebody around with us in case we are by ourselves Um, so that's a really yeah no I, I I really like that I really like that, being taught to protect yourself instead of, you know, bringing someone who can protect you. I think that's super... And that's the thing. We're capable. We can protect ourselves. Like, obviously, in some situations, we can. But, like, we are fully capable of doing things Mm -hmm. on our own. Um, Which I think is something important because as, as, like, kids, we weren't necessarily taught that. It was... Mm -hmm like get you get you a man that can do this for you or whatever and it was like it's not really like that like you can you can fend for yourself um so yeah I think that's an important point for sure when I was 19 I got my first I think I was 18 or 19 I got my first job in a restaurant I was a hostess and the uniform for girls and guys was absurdly different the girls were told to wear these tight little blue dresses that we weren't allowed to have like our undergarments showing which is super difficult because it was like a spandexy okay kind of material um and we were told that we had to wear like an inch heel which is like dangerous almost and you're on your feet for several hours of the day that's annoying yeah okay yeah and that really stood out to me and 
we had a female manager. The the owner of the restaurant was two men, but we had a female manager who she she would say like, yeah, it's it's super unfair and like I'm sorry, you know, bring a pair of comfortable shoes to put on after shift, like stuff like that. And I'm like, you're enabling this, like you're not yeah. standing up yeah. for these young females. And I remember I went home and I and I googled the Ontario employment standards to see like if this is allowed and if this is okay and and it it's not it you're not allowed to expect a certain thing from one gender or another if there's no or a safety limit or a requirement that makes the job easier by changing that good um, expectation and that's the way so, it should be but yeah and I and I was almost embarrassed to speak up for myself yeah you know what I mean like to speak up to these two men to be like a where are your inch heels and why are you not wearing them mm-hmm. and b please explain why like what about these heels is a requirement for this job and yeah. like I didn't I didn't say anything it really and I'm ashamed to say that I didn't yeah and you know what and I, I completely understand why you didn't because obviously all the other girls they weren't making any moves to stand up to it mm-hmm. so it kind of it puts you in a vulnerable position there like if you're the only one that wants to talk about it it's it's scary right and I think like if that were me I would feel I mean I'm not saying that I would stand up to it because like I I don't know how I would feel in that position but I would definitely like it kind of makes you feel like an object like you're there for everybody else's um visual entertainment basically and you're you're just a Mm -hmm. server you're just trying to make money of a part-time job like that's it's incredibly unfair and gross to be honest. Yeah, it's super gross. It's it's such a superficial view of women that has been going on for forever. Um, and women are so much more than that. Like, Yeah. And now, like, now being an HR student and, like, looking yeah. and hearing other people's experiences and knowing that this isn't an isolated restaurant. Like, this kind of shit happens across North America, which is, you know, we talk about how progressive our society is and how far we've come. And then you think about situations like that where you're like, I knew I was being treated differently and I did not have the strength to say something about it because I didn't, I didn't want to be called dramatic or unreasonable. Right. Yeah. And that's, it's completely understandable. And that's always, that's like a huge reason why so many like women, they don't speak up or people of all genders they don't speak up to fight for themselves because they be considered emotional or dramatic or what whatever you might be called and it's it's really disheartening because you know that you're not wrong but there's so many people that mm-hmm. that push you down and fight to disagree with you yeah for sure so um i guess for me like growing up with a twin um i did have that that double standard growing up like constantly basically I'm not saying it's nothing to do with like the parenting I had it was just it's the way everybody was raised it's the way things were and it's it's the way society is um like I remember when we were super young I was just talking to my mom about this recently my brother um was always taught to hold the door for people he'd be standing there for like 20 minutes holding the door for absolutely everyone and I was never taught to do that because that's just the way things were um but I always wanted to, and I always did, and I still continue to, because um, it's just like, well, I can hold a door too. Like, why does only Connor have mm-hmm. to do it? It was, it was just weird. Um, so, 
like I've always made an effort to, to hold the door for people, like just in spite of the fact that we technically aren't supposed to. Um, and you know, at work even like there's just there's so many there's so many little things that they're not offensive necessarily, but it just kind of irks me because I'm like I'm just as capable of doing these things as other people are. Why like why? And it's again like not offensive, but it's just like rubs me the wrong way. Um, so yeah. when I first started at work, pretty much, I was going upstairs with a couple of guys to get boxes of some linens, essentially. And we, like, it was quite a walk to get up there. We get all the way up there, and as soon as we get there, I go to pick up a box, and this guy goes, no, stop. He looks at me, and he goes, no woman will be doing any hard work, like, any physical, like, manual labor while I'm here. Oh, my God. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, for one thing, these are not heavy. Like, this is not challenging for anyone. Um, but also, I'm getting paid just as much as you guys. I have the same job. Like, what do you mean I'm not going to be doing work? Like, because I'm, yeah. like, not as strong as you or, like, I'm lesser or whatever you think. And, you know, like, I know that that's just the way he was raised. And he's not trying to be malicious or anything. But it's still just kind of like, why? And it was something that was, it's really hard to explain to people who haven't felt that before because they're like, well, that's, like, whatever, like, I'm just trying to help out a lady or whatever, and I, I just, I'm completely capable of doing yeah. things for myself, especially when it's my job, like, if it was something heavy, like, something that was genuinely, genuinely heavy, then I might be like, okay, sure, help me out, you're stronger than me, you can take it, but it was just like, you want me to stand around and watch you guys do all the work? Like, it was, it was just really uncomfortable for me, and I know that, like, it happens a lot and some people are okay with it but for me I always wanted to fight back and like let me help yeah for sure and and I feel like the hardest part of that situation is explaining it and articulating it in a way that's like I know he wasn't trying there was no ill intent but it still affected me in a way that made me feel less than you less strong less independent Yeah, well, I think on that note, how about we talk about times that we did feel empowered as women or things that made us feel proud or equal, I guess. Yeah, there's there's definitely positive things. It's not all negative. So yeah, I guess you can start us off. Yeah, I um, just thinking about my family dynamic and two women in my life are extremely strong and they are both in fields that require bravery and strength and there is a police a female police officer in my family who I really look up to and I think that awesome policing is in Canada still very much a male dominated profession and when you think about a police officer you don't typically you don't think of a woman which I do now you know and good knowing the amount of training and the skills that go into that job and just thinking like that I'm so proud of her and I am so proud to have those you know those footsteps to follow so I think you know just seeing that and seeing like women can be strong too women can be brave and yeah I think that's it it's just like not not following a a typical stereotype and being proud of it yeah I I love seeing women in um strong like leadership in powerful roles like that to just show like yeah you know what we actually can we can do this um 
like for me, I'm in a field, um, like a STEM field. So science, technology, engineering, mathematics, um, that's definitely male dominated. And I know that like on LinkedIn and whatever other kind of social media, people are really trying to, um, bring awareness to this because lots of women are actually really interested in it, but they don't get into it because it's so male dominated. Um, so I, in my job, it's, it is definitely like out of the seven technologists, um, there's only two women. And so often, like for, I guess I have a baby face. I'll go up there and they just assume, like I go up to the floors and they just assume that I'm a volunteer. Like I literally have my staff badge on. It says what my position is. And they're still like, Oh, are, are you, a, are you a visitor? I'm like, no. Are you a volunteer? No, I'm like biomed. I'm like, Oh, I, I didn't know that there were any women in biomed. And I'm like, okay, first of all, the other female tech has been here like years before me. So I don't know what that's about. Um, but also like just like a weird thing to say mm-hmm. because obviously times are changing and it's not, it's not obviously not something that only men can do. Um, I don't know. I, I just thought it was really weird, but like I take a lot of pride in the fact that they recognize that in a sense to just kind of show them that like when I when I fix the devices quickly or like I handle things well like they're they're normally very thankful um and it just it just kind of makes me feel good because because they all know that it's so male dominated so I I just kind of like to show that off a little bit I guess because it's not it's not like it's hard work (laughs) like it is it is challenging in a sense but like it's not it's definitely not something that I can't handle and for some reason, there is some kind of idea that the STEM field is something that women can't handle. And it's it's just very strange and wrong to me um, and would love for that to change. So whenever I get the opportunity to on LinkedIn, I'd love to, you know, um, uplift other women that are displaying that they're in the STEM field or whatever male-dominated field they may be in um, to just kind of show, like, and that we can do this. And to the younger females that are in high school trying to figure out what they want to do, like, you don't have to narrow it down to only things that women typically do. Yeah. Or even if we're looking at, like, men in nursing. Oh, yeah. Love seeing men in nursing. I, I love that so much because lots of them take a lot of heat for it because it's such a female-dominated thing. And, like, why? Like, why? So, I, like, I love when men kind of, like, break the boundaries and do that. And same with women and in, in other fields like I I just absolutely love it I have so much respect for the people that are willing to do that yeah that's I love that thank you for sharing that um but on that note I think I think it's important to end off on a positive note and to say that not every single thing about being a woman sucks you know like I don't I don't want no. this episode I love being a yeah, woman and I don't want this episode I don't want to come across as like we're dragging men or dragging people who don't consider themselves feminist no and we're also not being exclusive to people who identify as women yeah like we're talking about equality for everybody and treating everybody the way you would want to be treated for sure so I think we're just kind of promoting equality across the board across all genders and yeah all professions and yeah you know just be yeah. mindful I guess be super mindful as always yeah. Yeah. We want to make, we just want to kind of bring education, bring light to the conversation and try to help people have an open mind about it. Just listen 
if if you don't understand why somebody's offended about something, listen to what they have to say. Yeah, there's always room to grow and to become a better human, so take any opportunity you can. But um, that's about it for this week, so we will talk to you next Friday. Yep. See you later, guys.